Hey everybody, welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm a host, Andy. I'm also joined by hosts Flask, Greg, and John, as well as our special guest, video game correspondent Vito. Hey guys. Vito, welcome to the, the show. <laughs> Out in the field. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. How's how's all the hosts doing tonight? Doing good. I'm okay. I asked the hosts. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm alright. Right. 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 Only the hosts. Vito is currently shivering the in the fog outside. Yeah, you're like, you know, B-roll. Anyways, I'm doing all right. I'm all right. I'm a little sick, but I'm all right. No. He's a little sick. He's a little sick, but he's all right. He's not sick enough to be in Italy this week, so thank you for that, Greg. No, I'm not a coward. You wish. You wish you were that sick. <laughs> Real quick. Brokencampfire at gmail.com and the Twitter at Brokencampfire are the two best avenues to get in touch with us. I'm just going to leave it there. Real simple this week. I've been doing bits lately. You know, too many bits. Too many bits, you get inundated. You get you know bitten. I mean? We'll get a little... Get bitten, exactly. I'm so, bitter from all these bits. All right, yeah, John's is better. <laughs> all right, Vito, you can get host status one day. Uh, but that day is we're not queuing. today. In fact, we might end up skipping his roundtable for time. We'll we'll see how we're doing. Uh, but somebody's roundtable that I would never um, think to cut short is actually our King of Keeley, and that's John. And John, I'd love to hear what you've been up to since we last met. I tell you what, it's almost nothing. You know, <laughs> All right. it's it, the time's gone by so quickly. When we meet last yesterday, the day before. No, it was, it was actually like last week. I don't believe it. Um, mostly, I I was planning on the down low until our friends with larger mouths just can't keep to themselves. Uh, I was playing Death Stranding. I was going <laughs> to beat it in ways that Greg never could. So when he talked about it, I was just going to show him up. But You were going to be uh well, don't worry. I have some good stories for you then. But, you know... Uh, I'm playing a pretty, I put a, I put a long time in yesterday, dude. I got like fucking mind flooded. I, I looked at the clock and it was like 4 a.m. I was like, man, how long have I been building That, that game roads? will do that to you, dude. Oh, wow. And they're all roads I don't even need, you know? And it's not even like, I can't even say I'm having like tons fun? of fun, but I'm having enough. Where I'll just keep going. And I'm like, well, you know what? It's only going to take another few minutes to run back. <laughs> it's and that dopamine cycle, dude. Just one more yeah, road. You're caught in that, they got that it addictive the loop. little loop. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then once you build that little section of road, it'll make it a little bit easier to get to the next one. And, you know. Sometimes. 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 Roads, just like, dude, this fucking road sucks. And Sometimes there's like, like a 90 degree uh, hill. Yeah, I'm going to build four more before this does anything for me. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, it is nice to see him. Did you play any of um, Kojima's other games? Yeah, I've beaten Metal Gear Solid 3 and 4. Uh, I've played 1 and 2. I played 5. I did not, like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I played it. Mm. And to be fair, I didn't give it the hugest chance. Yeah, I played the intro, and I maybe played for another hour or two. So there are still systems I, people tell me I didn't see. I bounced off it so hard. I just did not care. Oh wow! So, uh, but you're no stranger to like the weird story and no, no, dialogue no, 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 no. and shit. And you digging it? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know so what far? the fuck's going on. I mean, oh, you know, okay. I mean, I know the basics. You know, there's rain. 
It's the internet. Makes you age. And there's babies. Um, yeah, but I don't think the internet has like ghost demons that'll grab you and like you know rip yeah. try to try to yeah, eat you. Don't, don't do that. Have you been on the internet lately? You I've might. You must not be in the on the right websites. Yeah, yeah dude. Just, I feel you, Vito. Stories all over there, and honestly, it doesn't add really. I mean, if I really, I, I'm not doing this because it's not what you're supposed to do. But if really nitpicking it right, people die. Forty eight hours, they explode. Right. You're trying to rebuild America. Terrorists don't want you to rebuild it. You think it would be extremely easy for them just to sacrifice one guy and then just blow up everything I've been working on for the past, you know, whatever month in game. Oh, like, like little suicide bombers? Absolutely. Or just when, like, oh, terrorists, you're reaching your natural age of life. All right, right. we're going to use you as a bomb. Because it it's like seems, a nuke, right? Just seems, it is. It's like a nuke. It just seems like an insane uphill battle that you could never actually win. If if this is where the case where people exploded like nukes. But they're not doing that in the story, you're saying? No, they're actually I, well, using I mean, actual I don't know. Nukes. I didn't finish you don't know the game. Okay. I mean, they do. Well, okay, so the terrorists will kill people or they have and pass in cities and have them exploded. Oh, I've okay. never been word of them sacrificing their own, you know, just to blow your reconstruction efforts up. I'm saying you think that would happen, and maybe yeah. it does later. I don't know. Hmm. Well, they I mean, don't I'm still, pre- I feel they like I'm really like early enough in the game. I feel like I'm too early where I focus so much on building roads. I'll say this. Hold on, let me, I don't know how much time I have, but it's easily got all the over, time you want. <laughs> easily over ten hours played, and I just and I mean, oh. like, <laughs> I thought you meant no on the pod. <laughs> uh, fuck, dude, I've got thirty-five hours played. And I, it was more than I thought. I just unlocked the the ability to make the truck, um, which makes like carrying. Cargo I just unlocked that uh, a few minutes ago before stuff, I came out like, here. Vastly easier, right? It's pretty sweet making it. Before that, I was just like stealing the the NPC enemies' truck, and they're like absolute dog shit, and they don't respawn. So like once you steal, I mean they do eventually, but once you steal them, that's pretty much all you got for a long time. I was probably making much slower effort than I could have been if I just focused on the main story and then went and built roads. But, like, you never know, dude. And then if I'm close enough to beating it, I'm just going to say fuck the roads. So, just, I've been I've been on road madness. All I see. Yeah, you sound like you got road madness. I don't build anything else. I don't give a fuck about it. Generators don't care. Ramps. What, zip, zip lines? Don't care. I remember Andy had like a I don't even network. have those on. I, I am have, I don't have actually the complete uh, opposite. Generators don't care. I agree with that. I mean, there's, some, there's definitely some structures I don't give a shit about. I'll use the generator. I'll use other people's stuff. Yeah, no, I, there, there were a bunch of structures I never built. Like 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 exactly like you. I would, I would use other people's stuff, but... Uh, if it helped me get from point A to B, like zip lines or roads, that, that's what I would build. Roads all day. I was actually kind of mad. I built a giant road. I mean, it was like a fucking 10-piece road. And all it did was lead to an incinerator, which in the game, if you... I'm hey, that's a, you know, that's not nothing. I've never killed anybody so far. No. I've fought many, many... I've, if, you, uh, if you actually I've kill tried. an enemy, from my understanding, if you do kill an enemy, you have to bring them to an incinerator or they'll, they'll explode or something, right? Oh, that sounds annoying. So I was going to add a little bit of color. I've never done it, though. Some, never... some of this might be light spoilers in the sense that, like, the lore hasn't been fully explained to you yet. <clears throat> but what actually happens is that a body will degrade. And, and right, decode. yeah, 48 hours, decompose, and then it explodes, right? It doesn't explode after 48 hours. What happens is, is that it can turn into a BT. And then when the BT eats a living thing, it'll explode. 
It's, it's very oh, poorly explained at okay. the start, but it's not like oh. the corpse itself is a nuclear missile waiting to go off. Mm. It's more like the corpse will lead to another monster, of which there's already a bunch out there that could cause that nuke. Yeah, that's kind of poor. Because in the beginning, you're you know you you have your crew and they're like the body's going to Krodak. We have to get there now. They make it sound like it's going to explode any second, not going to turn into a ghost and then maybe they, eat somebody. They don't want which, to fight which a technically, ghost. well, thinking about I it, think that's, that's exactly what it does. It does turn into right, a ghost exactly. and then it does eat somebody. But they don't, yeah, they don't say that though. That, that's exactly what they're worried about. Yeah, no, it's it's very poorly explained. I think just to have that wow moment when it happens, but like those guys are worried about it turning into a ghost and right, then eating right. them. And that does make a out. little bit more sense then. But still, you'd be able to put ghosts anywhere. But I know what you mean, especially like also with the urgency around mom. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. get too big of spoilers, yeah. but like you're definitely giving the impression because I, I had the same misunderstanding as you for the longest time. Definitely giving the impression that like it's a big ass deal. I can't remember who I was talking to when I was playing that game. Maybe Danny? But, like, I definitely had a conversation with somebody where I was laying out exactly what you just laid out. Uh, and there's there are answers. It's just, you know, maybe right. explained later or a little bit more nuanced. Yeah, but, I mean, I've never had... I mean, I've defeated tons of enemies to give you, like, a stunt. Well, that's another thing I've actually... And to be fair, I haven't used it, so maybe this is on me. I don't see why you would use the bowler gun when you can just use the the electric gun. What's the bullet gun do again? It's apparently, it just shoots like a bola around them. I've never used it before. But like, a bola? Like a bola. The balls. A bola. A bola. That's what I'm saying. A bola? Like the disease. You know, have you never seen a bola before? Like uh, two balls on a string and then you throw it and it wraps around your leg? Oh, okay. That's called a that's called a what? A bolo. B O L O. Bolo. Bolo. No, bolo I, never heard, I never heard that word before. I heard like a bolo tie. Honestly, I might yeah, have seen it in action to like remember. Similar. But anyways, what I was like, using. Yeah, I guess. But, I, but, you, but you played through the whole game and you never used it? I, I'm trying to remember if I did. I'm like, saying, like, what was the point? I mean, like, I obviously... Gun. Yeah. And that's like a one-hit um, one down. I don't use that electricity head. gun. You use personally. the bullet gun? Yeah, I use the bullet gun. I shoot him, I run up, and I kick him in the head. Oh, uh, my, oh that's, like, that's like a whole second step. The electrician, you just shoot him in the head, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, but I like so when I get to a like a bunch of enemies, I like to take off all my cargo, and I just start sprinting towards them, and I like jump, Jesus. I do like body slams into them, and, and I clear, animal. I clear the area. Yeah, I do that. I that's just, terrifying. I stay in there. I let them alert. I let them come to me, and then I just, I just pick them off. Just, Can you imagine oh, man, just I, seeing I, some I try dudes to like, just taking off all his gear? <laughs> just hundred like, pounds. <laughs> I like Metal Gear stealth in area as much as I can. No, I did that for the first mission because I was like worried, like they're tough. Then like, they I'm, not tough. No, I'm not knocking the game because it's like find out what it's about. The combat is so like simple and well, at simple, least with the yeah. humans, it's so simple and non like uh, risk. Like if they hit me, it's like I don't care. I drop like an item that I wasn't using and I just pick it up. The, you know well, I mean? as you'll come to find, the bigger danger. It's not really a spoiler. It's a mechanic. The bigger danger with like fighting a bunch of people head on is that if an explosion or something like a car coming, some kind of random activity kills somebody, you got to deal with that body. Yeah, I've just never had that happen in I haven't had hours. anybody no. die yet. Yeah, I haven't had anybody die. I've hit to people be, to with be like fair, my truck it, and shit, and they only gone down. It only I'm happened to me that. once, and it was towards the end of my game. But like, I think you know the possibilities there. I guess. Right. Or, or what? You get a game over screen. You gotta um, deal then with. You have to incinerate the body. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure then you would get a game over. 
right? Because I don't, if you think, don't incinerate it. Oh, I don't know if the game actually dynamically leaves a crater. I It'd be feel cool like if it, it actually just blew. Yeah, that would be cool if it actually just blew actually, a crater. I think it might. Like, I actually, I think it might. In, I I'm reaching. Because I, I never had it happen to me, I just I think I just read about it. But like that I would think be it cooler might, than and then it makes that screen. area inaccessible. Hmm. I can see that. Um, but I mean, obviously, overall, all in all, I put thirty five hours into it. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna probably play it after this. Uh, By the way, uh, John was absolutely yeah. correct. It's Bola B O L A. I was thinking of I I was thinking of the right weapon, but a different uh pronunciation or a different. Uh, weapon name so john was right it's bola b-o-l-a hmm. oh, yeah i think well, I, oh, I thought it was just either or but i, I didn't know there two i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah. yeah wait so so stay with me here i'm going All somewhere right. so in this game you've got a couple different i guess like methods of traversal you could build roads right you got zip lines you got a truck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so your your main i guess your main method is just walking, walking. you can walk anywhere and even in, in the walking, you can have different sort of like uh, assisted legs. You can have power legs that can just help you carry more, or you can have speed legs, which you know you can carry less, but you can move faster. Mm, okay. Um, and and for reasons mechanically, you basically have to walk to a new location first. You know what I mean? Like you you can only right. build in a certain radius around an area, so you have to get there by normal means before you can. Gotcha. Yeah, and a lot of times when you first zippies. Yeah, when you first get to an area, the terrain is so bad anyways. Sometimes, you know, up in the mountains, you know, you won't have a road or anything, so you're going to have to hoof it until you can build those roads. But, right. you know, your first, first means is, is foot. Um, and then pretty, pretty early on, you get a motorcycle, which is just kind of like a fast way to move around. Can't carry much more cargo. You know, still doesn't handle terrain well, but, you know, it can move, it can move faster than you. Um, and then, and then, yeah, like I said, I just unlocked a truck, but before that, you know, I could take kind of like an NPC's uh, truck. There's no, like, helicopters or planes or anything, right? I don't uh, believe so. Okay. Um, well, well, hear me out. So, I know you still have to beat this game, so, you, you know, you're still putting your thoughts together, but Death Stranding 2 is coming out. So, do I want? What, what kind of methods would you like to see? In the second one, now we could send Kojima an email. I was thinking right off the bat, water slide. I don't well, already well, in the game. I already kind there, of already. There's a water slide in the game. Sort of, sort of. This is like this is a bigger thought, but I don't think Death Stranding Two is going to be the same game as Death Stranding One was. But but go on, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I say there's no water slide, but what you can do is you know if you're if you're hoofing it and you don't have a vehicle or anything, but you have an exceptionally heavy load, you can have these um. Basically, like just like a little floating uh, dolly behind you, and you can you know uh, attach it to you, and you walk around. But right. if it's empty and you're going downhill, you can hop on it. Oh. And you just fucking skate down. I actually haven't done that. I just remember someone uh, mentioning it once. Yeah, that's told sick. me to do it because it's cool. But yeah, I think I only did it like once just to see if I could like just to figure out how to do it, and I don't know if I ever did it. Yeah. That's really cool. Maybe not as cool as like a like an actual really Water long slide. slip and slide. But then they did. And Alex said this wasn't in the original game, so this is new, new I guess uh, tech. Um, you can build ramps, just like, just like you can build bridges or anything. You can just build ramps anywhere. What they do is they give you a speed boost 
Whoa. And then while you're in the air, it says press space bar to be extreme, or press space bar to, to extreme. <laughs> you got just, yeah. like just like a trick in the motorcycle. And I think it also gives you like invulnerability to like uh, taking fall damage. I've taken some of those ramps off of just straight off like mountains. That like, is right, well, I'm insane. Die. Yeah, I've seen that. And Alex was like, yeah, that was in there before. Wow. You can go off those with... Uh, like your legs that was, also? Dude. I'm 100% that was not an original distance. game. What are you going to do next, band? Man, that's going to save shit. so much time. That's crazy. Yeah, the ramps, ramps are cool. Okay, I was so, going to say, like, a pogo stick would be cool, but that's way cooler than a pogo stick. <laughs> Last night, though, I saw you go off one, like, on the ground, and it wasn't that impressive, but it does have well, that was, yeah. greater uh, oh, you use or whatever. Um, I don't think I had the motorcycle, right? I think I had the truck for that one. Yeah. So yeah, with the truck, I, I it seemed unimpressive. But a glider. Yeah. Glider would be cool. Yeah, I think they... I don't know this. I I thought they did add a glider or something to the new edition, but I have not seen it yet. That's, that's past my pay grade. But I can tell you there was not a glider in the original edition. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, one, one, point, one point, Vito, about, like, just to make is that this stuff is also like a progression-gated thing. Where, like, there's two points, I guess. One is that it's progression-gated. Like John was saying, he just got the truck. He's not going to have zip lines for a while yet, probably. Well, I don't know. I don't know where he's at in the game. You know, so, like, at first, you just have to rely on the means. And it's kind of like as you grow and establish and get more resources, you're getting better equipped. You know, so it kind of, like, syncs thematically with the game. Right. Well, no, and I was other, just thinking and the, of... and the other is that, like, all those avenues are still viable at all points in the game, basically, um, for whatever you're doing. Because you might need to deliver a lot of stuff at once, in which case you're stuck using a truck on a road. You might need to get somewhere really quickly. You know what I mean? So maybe gotcha. you're going to go there with their bike. Or you might just be delivering some small loads so you use zip lines. You know what I mean? And right, you can do a right. mix mix and match. Like, that's one thing the storage units get good for is that, like, you'll find, like, oh, maybe if I ferry this stuff over there and then store a little bit of it, then I can zip line it around. You know? It's just a oh, I love that game. It's got a very wide gameplay space. It's very cool. So I re-downloaded it, and I'm hoping to get to it in the next couple of years. For sure. <laughs> what else yeah. you got, John? Uh, no, I mean, if I have anything left, to, I mean, this is, this is all I got. All right. I mean, if I have anything left to say about the game, though, um, where were you in the story, like uh, chapter wise, or you know, big the, la the last main mission I did, the last main mission I did was I I transported a lady to uh, an artist lady to the like a junk junk vendor junk guy. The junk okay, guy. Okay, yeah, I vaguely remember that. It was area. still a pretty early mission. I think I'm only on. I am. I don't think I'm on chapter three. I think I'm on chapter two. Right, I'm Greg? on two missions ahead of you. Okay, then yeah, we're you might close. be near chapter three. Yeah, well, the the next, the very next thing they want me to do, and I think it will start chapter three. They want me to go to South Knot City. Yeah, uh, but you're just that cleaning like, up in that area. Yeah, it looks it looks like well, because I built a road as far as it can go to South Knot City, and there's there's no more road to build. And it's like just at a, like a canyon. I'm assuming I have to walk over there, and then I'll I'll figure it out. Um, you know, I like saying this just because people do very often recommend it. Though it's not the way I played. A lot of people do recommend just finishing out that chapter you guys are in because more stuff opens up to you, and then going back and hundred percenting it. But far in, that's what I said. I think I didn't get quite one hundred percent there. Like I might have got a little antsy. But I had everything at least four starred, and I had all the roads before I came back. Yeah, I, I got like one. Guy there might be stuff star. you can't do yet. Even I might be wrong. He gave me a little star on my leg. 
Nice. Nice. Yeah, if you get five star, you get a nice little star in your outfit. Cool. I think that might be the only thing that five star gives you. Maybe. Nice. Like four, yeah, usually... four star gives you the nice item. Yeah. Yeah, Destrani, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to keep on delivering the packages. You know, Norman Reedus? I mean, not that like he does that much in this. I, I thought he would annoy me, but uh, he is not. Your character is like narratively sort of poised to be a blank slate and not just in like a generic hero kind of way. You know what I mean? Like he just is an ambiguous character. Yeah, but it's just I think, weird I think you it, do that and then get an actor for it, you know? I agree, but I was going to say, I think Norman Reedus is, actually does yeah, pretty well as a, as a blank face. You know exactly. I mean? <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm no, not to disparage part. the guy. Like I just, no, but I, he's good I, at it. I like it, the whole line Destiny. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, those scenes with Mads that pop up every now and then, those are pretty top tier, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm trying to figure out what's going on there, too. Although Alex, I think, I spoiled it a little bit for me. Oh, what did Alex uh, say, just out of curiosity? Well, he told me, and I don't know if Greg knows this, or maybe they uh, told me it's in the story. Maybe you should bunk hey, yourself for, like, 30 seconds. Anybody? If yeah, bunker Greg yeah. for 30 seconds. And he told okay. me, cause I, like I said, I don't really know how the babies work or anything. But he told me that the, they have to be unborn babies and you have to like basis the moms. And that's why that mom is like, or that lady is in like a tank whenever he's talking to the baby. Okay, I will say, I mean, I don't know if you want me to confirm or deny, but I'll definitely say that it's not a major deal. That's, that's, I didn't think that, so either. That, that's, that's, like, like, okay. that's, I would say, on a similar level to me explaining what a void out is. All right, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right, that's it. False alarm, everybody. But uh, yeah, anyway. I just don't pay attention to shit. I, oh, I definitely let me tell you this. I you know and this is this is all on me. And I see all the time. I I do all the extra quests. I'm getting four and five stars and all the time. It says like new so and so has been added to your journal or like a new briefing. I don't read any of those, and I never will. <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I never read any of those either. I, I only read, read the, the yellow ones. Well, I don't read the emails. I'll open them all up so I can get the extra <clears throat> missions, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I, do I that. scan for yellow words. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, you, you get a lot of emails in that game. You definitely learn to skim. Some of them are fun to read, but like a lot of them are just like, "Wow, thank you, Porter. You did really yeah. well. You've inspired me. I didn't know you one know, man could make such a difference." You gotta, you gotta get to some of the ones you want to read, though. If any, I didn't read many. I definitely yeah. skimmed almost all of them. What if Amazon sponsors the next day? Like there was a, there was a drink sponsor. What if the next sponsor is like Amazon? Would you still yeah, buy no, the game? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. They took the mon- I mean, I'm sure the deal ended, but there, there are no more monsters in the game. Yeah, right? they like retroactively got rid of yeah. them. I actually I was going to ask a question Kickstarter, related to that. Kickstart for the next one. That would be so weird if it was just on. like fucking Amazon. Well, so John, are you service. playing the director's cut? I am. So yeah, I got the, on Epic, the, the original version was free. You could pay like five or six dollars to upgrade to the director's cut. So I just did that. Yeah, okay. sure. So obviously the drink is the drink just generic. I forget. It's like yeah, bridges it's energy called, drink. Like, yeah, it's like bridges or universal okay, energy okay. or something like that. What yeah, about the generic. what about the shower stall? Does that have an advertisement on it anymore? It does. It still does for AMC the ride. I still AMC's the ride with Norman yeah. Reedus. <laughs> if you, all, I feel like I never. Well, maybe I saw that once. If you have it, yeah, because you, know, you can go to the for viewers at home for in veto. Um, they have a system where you're, where you're at your private little bunker. You can use the restroom, and it makes grenades out of your your excrement. Uh, it, and when you go poop, it yeah. shows them walk in the shower, and then like it kind of fogs up the window. And then yeah, it has a 
an advertisement for AMC's The Ride. I guess that show must say The Ride is like shit. Yeah, uh, maybe. I will. Uh, if you use Fragile, like that teleport thing she does or whatever, uh, it plays a. It'll sometimes play like a motorcycle noise when uh, he teleports. I only used that once. Uh, yeah, I haven't had too much reason to Man, use it. You, I, I'm excited for you to get to the best parts of the game, um, both gameplay-wise and story-wise. <laughs> got him. Apparently yeah, the show has been running about it. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got seasons. about this training. That's all, that's all I got on my round table. Okay, thanks. Riot has been running for five seasons. It's still going, still as far going? as we know. I thought that was something they just didn't take out, and it was you know, no. Like, it's 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 ongoing. It's, what's as he do? As... He just like checks out different motorcycles. Uh, he and a guest of the week travel across a different destination on a motorcycle while exploring the city's biker culture and checking out various locales. Okay, so it's like diners, drive-ins, and dives. With yeah, bikers. got it. All right, All right well, reasonable. What's everybody jump on Flask's motorbike together, and let's take a AMC's the ride. Down, down through whatever Flask has been doing this last week. Ride with Flask. What's up, Hoss? Uh, um, finished high on life. Finished that. Uh, still just all right. <laughs> what John said initially is pretty accurate to the experience. Um, I think the the criticism I'd level at it is that it feels sort of uh, thoughtless slapped together a little bit, which is very strange considering you have to like make all the stuff in the game very purposefully. Which, you know, that that obviously that's the intention is to have it just feel improvisational and feel sort of like slapped together because they're also sort of making fun of video games in a lot of the game. Uh, But it somehow feels like lacking in uh, like vision. Like, do you think, like, something. maybe, like, in a random improv bit, Justin Roiland invented a game mechanic, and then the developers were like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll just do that. I could have seen, well, yes, absolutely, I could see that happening in a couple spots, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I mean, to be fair, most of the mechanics are just, like, I don't know, there's nothing, like, very new oh, no. to the table at all, you know what I mean? And they also like, software-ly make like, fun yeah, of that. Like, yeah. Uh, Flash, did you... Did you get the final ending? Did you get the secret ending? Uh, I already forget. Like, what? What do you need to do to get that? Does anybody else want to be spoiler bunkered real quick? Because there is there's a, nah, a secret I'm ending good. that'll set up to the the, the, the sequel, sequel to the game. Yeah. Oh so, no, I'm good. Spoilers for High on Life until thirty thirty seven. Once you beat the game and you can walk around, you uh take your teleporter to the man. The mayor's, it's the mayor, right? The mayor's yeah. like a little area. Nobody will be there, but there will be a key card. And if you take that key card and go back to the teleporter and you take it, I think it's just a bunch of question marks on like the teleporter. But if you, if you're taking it there to where they're like keeping all the humans you find, like, you know, throughout the, you know, you can like yes. teleport them like throughout the game. You can like talk to them. But if you start like, uh, you know, using your jetpack and ascending that little area, you can find a door that's locked. That you have to use the mayor's key card for, and then you go through there. Man, I don't remember. And there's any some of the secrets names. revealed. Well, yeah, there's all just some fucking gibberish. But basically, you find out that the mayor's evil. He was working with like the the doctor that made the the translator bugs or whatever. 
You know what I'm talking about? The okay. translator virus. Yeah, the micro. And then you, you, yeah, you meet that doctor, and he gives a big evil speech, and then he kills the mayor, and then he gets away. Okay, so the doctor you were finding the um, the recordings of throughout the game, that guy. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ones that you see like graffiti, like so and so is evil. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the ending was so flaccid for me. Like they, to be fair, they did like try to execute sort of an emotional culmination near the end, like before yeah, the final tried, conflict. It didn't it really land for me completely, and I still I was like waiting for something else after I finished the final confrontation. And it was just like nothing. So I stopped. <laughs> I didn't even think about there being like a secret additional information or ending. But that totally makes sense. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop the entire game. And I was like, oh, wow. They really coded all of that for a twist that he was evil and that this wasn't what it seemed. And yet there was nothing. So I guess it's good yeah. to know that there was something. Well, it was just secret. It was also it's so many like weird little moments in that game you can miss. There was also a moment where I was running around the city later in the game. I think I went back there to buy some stuff from the pawn shop. And there was like just a guy and he's in like the back of your house. There's just a guy and he's looking through the window. And then you go up to him and you're like, What are you doing? And and I remember earlier in the game they were talking about uh what is the poisoner or something or like the Somebody who's just poisoning things in the city. They're like, poisoning the lamp poles. Okay. Uh, uh, you, you run into that guy. Oh. He's like, yeah, I'm the poisoner. But, but, but you're going to see later, uh, you're going to see later in the game that I'm actually poisoned for, for a reason. Don't, don't trust the doctor. And, and then he just like leaves. Oh. So it's just like, I don't know. There's so many small things like that you can just miss. And it's like, I don't know, not necessarily in a good way because those are like some of those things. Like, I mean. You need to make yeah, sense of the story. It's funny because, like, you said in your uh, little analysis of it that it felt like too long, perhaps. It felt like you f were feeling like it could have been about half the length, uh, more condensed. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Uh, and I agree, but also it feels like they cut stuff <laughs> somehow. Yeah, also, it's, it's weird. It's yeah, strange. at the same time, yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, the whole twist with like the, the one gun. Like being the one that killed all the other guys, like that didn't mm. need to be in there. That whole it just took. I don't know. I did not give. Yeah. A, I, I, like I said, I, there was them trying to add like emotion and stuff to the story. Did not care. I thought it took away from what could have been like an extra mission or something that would have oh, been better. I, I I see what you mean. It's almost like they sought out to do a parody, and in doing so, they they started just like doing the thing that they were trying to parody. For sure. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. like they're doing the things absolutely, and then acknowledging that so it's supposed to be like a self-aware um you know wink <laughs> towards the player I mean, uh, one, one thing i've heard about this game a lot is is the length and like that seems to be hitting different people in different ways like a lot of people are like you know happy and surprised to find out it's like a 12-hour game um what about but i've also seen people who are talking about how maybe the humor doesn't um I don't know. That, it's fine when you're watching Rick and Morty and it's, you know, 10 seasons, 20 minutes, whatever, three hours of content, but like spread over 12 hours, maybe it doesn't have as much uh, play. What do you guys that think? is true. And also, it's just not of the same caliber of writing. Like, right. that is not as interesting, not nearly right. for most of the time. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But also, I don't know, at the same time, as I said, all these negative things, it's almost like the death train thing. I still. You still like enjoyed it. the game on a yeah, base yeah. level, right? And right, I right. would still like, yeah, yeah I mean, if you if you play it on Game Pass, play it, but like, yeah, just be warned, you're not like going to anything like the next big thing. Not the funniest yeah, thing you've ever seen. 
<laughs> for all the criticism, I do still think that Justin Roiland's shtick and like the the shtick that he extends to the entire game of that sort of like a whole game got riffed into existence it's somehow. Funny. It's it's amusing throughout, you know, right. like it's entertaining. Right. So, d- right. you know, don't take away that it's not. Um, I get I get what you're saying. I think you're being fair. But yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm Shooty goop guns. Yelling. Uh, I've been watching Alice in Borderland Season 2 on Netflix. That's the live action adaptation of the manga. Uh, yeah. I think it's worth... I think it's... Yeah. I think so. I think it's it's definitely it's not without flaws. To people who haven't read the manga? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It adapts it fairly accurately. Like, okay. almost entirely accurately. Um, the only difference being that, like with anime, uh, in manga, you can set your own pace of reading. So if there's stuff that's kind of like, okay, we get the picture, you know, trying to just get through the sort of like the message parts or the, the emotional parts a little bit faster. You can't do that so much in a, in an anime or live action thing because it sets its own pace. You have to just kind of bear with it while it preaches to you or whatever about hope and the world and people and I don't know. Um, no, so there I, are I definitely, definitely flaws. Um, as a reminder, I, I did read the entire manga a while ago and then watched the first season. Uh, so I didn't actually have to wait the, the full two years between seasons because um, that was 2020. Um, but the premise is that one guy and uh, a guy and his friends who are uh, seemingly transported to an empty Tokyo along with uh, many other confused people. And they're all forced to play death games of various types to prolong their lives. Uh, so it's, you know, it's kind of that intense, sl- like almost Battle Royale, like Squid Game-esque. Although that's sh- that shouldn't be the, uh, there's, there's other stuff before that that did the same sort of thing. But death games, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Um, both of a physical nature and of a mental nature. Some of an emotional nature. But it's yeah, it's it's uh it's good, you know. Um not flawless, but I recommend it. It's nice. Um there's some fun games and some fun uh death. Alice in Borderland. Alright. Uh I've heard about this. Alright. And by Hopefully the way, you remember when the first season came out, I, I seen people watching it, but I I don't know, I I didn't watch I didn't even know it was a manga. I I thought it was just like some weird netflix retelling of alice in wonderland i was like I don't oh give a yeah shit about this before i read the manga i didn't know what it was i probably thought the same as you some japanese alice in wonderland like pastiche or something yeah I was like, um yeah. but yeah i think i think squid game got like way more popularity and alice kind of got overlooked um you think alice deserves it more than squid game not necessarily no it's it's not like better necessarily but it's uh it's a different type of thing i think it's interesting in its own way what i kind of am attracted to in it is the um the mystery of like why this is happening where they really are um who's doing this you know like obviously i know that stuff because i read the manga to, to completion but um when i was experiencing it it's 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 interesting uh more so than squid game where it's just like the cynicism of they're all you know exactly why everyone's doing what they're doing, you know. Um, different sort of thing. And uh the main character's name is Arisu, which is 
like the Japanese pronunciation of Alice. <laughs> He's named Arisu. It's pretty funny. Anywho, uh, as for what I've been playing aside from high on life, uh, even before we got into the latest thing, which we haven't even done yet, uh, sort of our our lingering uh, homesickness for uh, playing dark and darker. Even before we, we started talking about what else we could do, I was I was missing that game. So I tried a couple of other games that were said to be similar in some ways to dark and darker. Um, as we were saying, nothing really replaces that feeling because it's got this perfect like confluence right. of elements that just really work for me. Um, first one I tried was Slasher's Keep, which you guys may have heard about or tried. That was released in 2020. Slasher's Keep, anyone? I've never heard about this never one. Never heard of this one. Yeah. Okay. No. It is a roguelike first person dungeon crawler. Uh, you wake up in a prison cell on level one and you make your way through a dungeon fighting enemies, collecting items uh, and equipment, and you're ascending through the dungeon levels. Uh, it is a single player game, though. So uh, the art style is probably the biggest difference. It's uh, pretty cartoony. It's got 3D environments and 2D character sprites. It's one of those. So all the you, all the weapons and items, all the enemies, 2D character sprites running around like Doom. You know, oh, the environments. Yeah, I have, sorry, I have seen this game. Yeah, it's a very distinct art style. You probably maybe caught a glimpse of it somewhere. Um. So yeah, I talked about how all the elements of Dark and Darker just work together, uh, and would be missed if any were absent. And here comes a game where the art style is the first big stickler for me where it's just not like sufficiently immersive for me. There's something about the dark and darker realistic art style that just like pulls me in, makes me feel like I'm actually there. And I mean like immersed in the experience. Um, so that combined with pretty simple feeling combat, I would say in, in slasher's keep, uh, makes it feel a little bit limp to play for me although it's not bad it's definitely not bad it has a lot to offer it's kind of similar dungeon crawling experience uh, and it's also first person but uh yeah i don't know the combat doesn't feel great and in a way that like dark and darker's combat worked for me even though it's not perfect but this i don't know this combat doesn't feel great um because and like you can do some timing and some parrying. I don't know. It's it's better than uh, the other game that we may talk about. I'll just say it. Barony is the other game that we've been talking about, maybe playing. Um, but that's that's a whole another thing we haven't tried yet. Uh, and the combat in that one's sort of a uh, questionable with the experience so far. Um, right. Anyway, my my one other problem with uh, Slasher's Keep is that. I think my favorite looter games uh, from the few that I played, I haven't played too many. Uh, they tend, my favorite ones tend to assail you with items, you know, kind of just like give you items at all times. And then mm -hmm. uh, especially uh, equipment and weapons. And then it's up to you to be constantly making quick decisions about what to equip, uh, what to keep, what to leave behind. So slasher's keep is um, more sparing with that and uh particularly with its drops like enemies don't often drop items and weapons at least where i got to 
Um, it's not the worst I've seen, but I've, I've definitely been spoiled by uh, the best I've seen, I guess. Like, I, I want to feel like I'm just constantly getting items and the main problem being that, like, I'm having to drop shit or leave shit. Like, like I don't, it's worse than the stuff I have, leave it, you know? Uh, I don't get that constant feeling in, in Slasher's Keep. Uh, but okay. otherwise, other than those problems, I think it's like fairly worth playing. It's 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 uh, kind of fun to play, and um, there is a system in which you can like deposit items back like lower into lower levels of the dungeon um, in case you die, and then when you die, you can you know collect those items that you left yourself. There's also some stuff that carries over some statistical stuff. Um, that carries over so that you are technically as you play through the game even if you're dying if you're at least making some progress you get to keep like a little bit of that progress each time which is a nice feature i, th- I would say mm-hmm. slashers keep um and then the other one i took a look at was uh mono myth i don't know if you guys have heard of that right now it's just a demo just a free demo no um i don't even know <laughs> like I've heard about this one for a while, so I don't know what the status is. I I think it's still in active development, and the plan is still to release it. But for like a few years now, I've all I've seen about it is oh, there's a demo out. Uh, but this one really takes after Kingsfield, I would say. Um, there's oh, a few I mean, games. There's like a whole genre that kind of uh, sprung up around making like modern retro style Kingsfield knockoffs, which is kind of funny. I guess it's kind of a particular type of game that appeals to people. And I can understand that. Um, but it, this this one, Monomyth, really does kind of take over after that more. Uh, as such, it doesn't feel great, especially the combat, because those types of games never feel great, especially the combat. Um, and to be fair, I'm, I'm, I might have been playing it wrong, I guess. But uh, right. the game does seem promising in its general production. Like... Um, Feels a little bit Soulsy, Kingsfieldy. It's kind of got a darker aesthetic, more realistic yeah. fantasy. Kind I mean, this of stuff. looks more like dark and darker than the other games you mentioned. Yeah, um, it's just the gameplay feeling that I wasn't enjoying as much. Um, maybe a little bit sluggish or not really, um, you know, as dynamic as Dark and Darker or something else I've I've played. Um, but it's just a free demo right now, so easy to try out if you like this sort of thing again more kingsfieldy than anything i guess i gotta get kyle to play it and ask his opinion he's the big kingsfield guide around here oh okay yeah <laughs> is this a good example of that uh and then the last thing is uh so now that we're in january i guess i'll go into my 2022 media consumption data because i did track everything i did in 2022 oh, i forgot you did that yeah, I was still doing that this year, this past year. I do not think okay. I'm going to do it for 2023 um, because, I don't know. Um, Getting kind of bored with it? Maybe I will still do it partially, but maybe I'll just be less studious about it. Uh, it is nice to have that data at your disposal to look back and say, oh, I did this you know, earlier. Um, but it is annoying to have to do all the time even after it's become routine um i'm not like a passionate data hoarder like i don't really care about data it's just like i thought it was a fun thing to to try out for a year and then i did it a second year as well Uh, i think year three i think i don't don't think i can upkeep 
or keep doing this. Um, but it was fun while it lasted. Uh, so yeah. While I was uh, right. compiling these statistics, okay. statistics, by the way, I found at least one thing that I seemingly just forgot to record in my list. So um, it was something obvious, too. So just keep in mind that this is at best approximate because it's actually pretty okay. hard to uh, maintain a flawless record of everything you do during a calendar year. Um, so uh, what category to start with? I guess books, since that's probably the smallest category I'll mention. Um, I finished 35 books this year. Nice. Uh, started 47. So, <laughs> um, four of them were audiobooks. A couple of them were audiobook collections. Um, and the year range of books I read was 1900 to 2021. So a long range, but I didn't actually read any books from this year. Probably why n none of them ended up on, uh, my five ups. Sure. Um, because I like to read books that I know have gotten at least some sort of positive feedback. You know, I'm not really like I have so many books to read already that I'm not really out there seeking the latest and greatest or the yeah. latest without knowing if they're the greatest. Uh, as for TV shows. I finished uh, 35 seasons. Oh, wait, sorry. I finished 35. No, wait. It must be 35 seasons. Uh, distinct shows started. I started 52 shows. So I finished... 35 seasons, though. That's, that's a rough one, though, because some seasons, you know, six episodes, yeah. 12, 20. Why didn't I Probably write down... average, though. No, no, no. 30, it has to be 35 shows. Because I wouldn't have written down... Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, total seasons I did list as 19. So I watched 19 total seasons of television. I finished 35 shows, started 52 shows. So there was a bunch I didn't finish. Um, the most seasons watched was for the show, the IT crowd. I watched all five seasons of that this year. Um, it's funny. That one was just five seasons. Like, so that means I didn't watch any other shows that were at least five seasons this year, which is kind of funny. Like I didn't get into any big sure. binges this year. Um, and shows that I watched uh, a 2022 season of numbered uh, 25. So 25 seasons or 25 shows that had a season this year. Uh, movies. I finished 265 movies this year. Okay. Uh, started 292. So uh, a number that I did not finish. Uh, 246 of the 265 were first viewings. So 46 were not first viewings. Uh, the year range of movies I watched was 1939 to 2022, of course. Uh, I watched films from 66 different years, so distinct years. Uh, 55 of the movies were 2022 movies. And like I did last year, just for fun, I counted the number of movie titles that started with the, the word the, and that was 51 movies of the, 51 of the, no. of the 265 started with the. Did you, did you count any movies you may have watched with us at like, you know, midnight or, you know, yeah. any, any? Oh, I counted every movie I saw. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. just imagine cool. that. Imagine me right. after every movie I watch thinking, oh, I got to go 
Don't write it down. down. <laughs> <laughs> and like now an you old monk. On yes, it gets tedious. Peak. Now you maybe understand why I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. This is the same uh, same reason why I like skip a movie. Like I don't feel like getting the book tonight. I won't watch this movie. <laughs> well, I love services like Letterbox, which is kind of like a, right. a, a service that tracks movies and all that, and and a very fun, interactive, easy to use UI. Um, but I've always fallen off services like that very quickly for that exact reason. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. Becomes such a chore to track everything. You know what I mean? It does. And like yeah, the moment you moment you realize you've missed something, you're like, "Fuck! What's the point if I miss one thing?" You know and I mean? might as well just stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I, all that data is going to be available anyway when you die. So, like, why why right. bother tracking it? You know, the corporations will it's have true. it. Yeah, the, the release always... is part of the obit. Yeah. Oh, don't <laughs> worry, Flask. I, I get it. We were on way different bits. I thought you were going for like the bit, like when you die, you have like a room and. Like it have all your stats. You that's know? What oh. No, that's what I'm saying. When you die, oh, you can look was, up all your no, all I your thought, stats. Yeah. I was gonna say when wouldn't this fly us? That's funny. Yeah, that that the corporations just have all your corporate data. overlords have it all, and they're just yeah. Oh well, either I, I, I think it's the way you said track. <laughs> right. Well, God's track, and you don't fucking think he's not. Yeah, don't think he's not. <laughs> okay. Watch everything you do. I've definitely that's tried to moves. use um services like like Letterboxd or um <laughs> yeah my enemy list. Uh, Greg's posting his, his his mail right now, and I know that... I'm just uh, saying, man, I, I, I do get it. Yep. Do I want to click the on this, Greg? No. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. It's like opening uh, the Ark of the Covenant. You're yeah. get your face what? melt. Yeah, your face will melt. Ah! Um, and then, he's so, watched yeah, more remember. episodes of One Piece than he's watched anime at all. <laughs> That's true. This is Vito right now. What the hell is Anti Magic Academy thirty fifth test? Are you reading? Is that actually something you're reading? That <laughs> it's one on the list. Yes, yeah, number eighteen. Cho Yo Yu High School Prodigies have it easy, even in another world. Yeah, dude. It's all labeled alphabetically. I have what I plan to watch next season. I don't think I have dropped stuff, but I got stuff on hold too. I get it. I, I gotta say, I really do appreciate Greg's dedication to anime. Like, I and I understand it. It's such a comfort in dark times, and even dark in <laughs> comfort times. I don't understand because, like, I, I'm I'm like usually in the same room with you whenever you're not working for the most part. Where the fuck are you finding time to watch all these animes? This is over like uh, a few years, man. Oh, the, okay. the hentai prince and the stony cat. That's mm. pretty good, man. What would you think about uh, sh- uh, Shimonetta? You guys are going to say a name and you're really going to blow my spot up and I'm going to be a little upset. Shimonetta, a boring world where the concept of dirty jokes doesn't exist. <laughs> this is the full name of that, that show. That seems like it'd be fun. It does seem like it could be fun, but that's that's a crazy, that's a wild title. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon for part Yo, two? Yo, that's getting a new season <laughs> uh, good things about that Thursday. One. Very good. Yeah, I did like three part one all that much, but four part two really turned it up. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of a wonder uh, that I even like have been, I have one more category, but it's kind of a wonder that I've even been like recording these as studiously as I have these past two years. Um. Exact for the exact reason you said, Andy. Uh, but yeah, yeah so sure. games is the last thing, and I played at least some of 122 games this year. Uh, I completed 64 single player games. Uh, 42 single player games were left unfinished. I played 16 multiplayer games this year. 
2022 games that I played at least some of, number 25. Damn. The oldest game I played was uh, Donkey Kong, 1981. I played a little bit of that earlier early this year. Um, just You were just feeling it? or uh, You know what's funny? While we were on our gamercation, I was playing random shit on my uh, my phone, and I played a little Donkey oh, Kong on an emulator on my phone. You were phone. just in the back room playing uh, Donkey Kong? I was sitting That's among you. Yeah, man. You didn't even know I was playing Donkey Kong at the time. I was among you guys. I was among us, but playing Donkey Kong. Tetris probably would take that list from me. I always play Tetris at least once a year. Yeah, yeah. Did you say a year? At least. Okay, know. yeah. Uh that that's a that makes sense completely. Um and just this was an extra fun uh stat that I wanted to that I thought to look at. Uh how many Xbox Game Pass for PC games did I play <laughs> this year? Uh twenty five. So nice. sounds like worth a, it, baby. well, well worth it. Twenty five of my sixty four complete. Or so I should say mine. Mine probably does not look like that. Is it's probably not worth 20, it. 25, 25 of one twenty two games I touched. Right. But think about twenty five, and I average, you know, let's say forty dollars a game. Some sixty, some twenty. Forty dollars a game. That's just a great savings. It is. It really is. So yeah. Um... I did that. You really made that easy <laughs> for the corporate overlords. Yes. Where you're getting yes. At. Well, I want to be remembered in death for having uh, as the data guy watched this many yeah. movies. I guess. Well, no, Whoa. because you said that you, you didn't enjoy doing that, and now this year, 2023, you're just gonna live like an absolute madman. <laughs> you're gonna live in complete disorganization, anarchy, freeing. Okay, you should yes. try to go. It. I can go an entire year without writing anything. Don't write anything <laughs> down. Or, or like typing. No, no sort Nothing. of written language. Okay. You've already failed. Just go, I, just go I, off I've already failed. I'm pretty yeah. sure you were, you were typing at least yesterday. No, you, you posted we'll starting now. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll bend a little bit. Okay, thank you, John. Just but, go I mean, off the grid, it's just like tracking style. It's just like tracking, though, John. If he misses if one you miss day, one. Well, here's the thing, though. But who's to say when the year starts? You'll just do it until 2024, you know, one three, and that'll be a year. You know what I mean? You you decide when the year starts. Don't let the calendar decide it. All right, Terry Crews. Uh, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was gonna say to what Vito said, um, like just live in total chaos this year. As soon as the year started, like January first, I stopped recording data, and I didn't have any compulsion too like like from from january 1st when the bell so, yeah, the ball dropped not even a little bit you didn't like not even a little at all i did not i mean I, obviously that just tells you like you were just at a certain point there was a project it. that was fun and you were just kind of you know you had to see it through right so you're not yeah. going to stop recording you would think routine would do some kind right. of like you know thing to me where i open up the you know the sheet to and i'm like oh it's not there i immediately I mean, closed it, it to be it, fair but <laughs> it's like what are you doing it for you know what i mean like like it's a fun little side side gig sometimes but you know mm -hmm. i get as much satisfaction out of doing like a yearly steam reorganization or something like that every now and then yeah. i'll i've got i'll got all my stuff organized into tags and everything every now and then i'll reorganize it move some things to the backlog move some things up you know yeah i liked i like listing things and organizing um but once it becomes work it's like then, then I 
no longer really needed in my life. You need a personal assistant that like just hangs out with you, doesn't say anything ever, doesn't have any needs or wants. They're just always around you, and they're just making notes as you're playing. That's creepy, yeah. Your assistant beaker? <laughs> they also do it for free. Oh, good. Because I did not want to pay them, so that's good. Right. I'm sure the corporate right. overlords can hook you up with that. Yeah, now that they have all my data, I, I gotta get something in return. Is that it, That's Flash? me, though. Is that it? That's, That's you? You're done? All right. Hey, everybody. We're about an hour in. We're going to take a little break. Break, break. Snake a, snake a lake. Snake mm. in that lake. Break. Yeah. There's a snake in the lake. Like everybody run. Snake? There's a snake in the lake. Go get your snacks. How big? Wake and bake. All right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can confirm... No, the game doesn't just end if you get a void out. It does leave a thing. Okay. It probably does that if you die too, right? Yeah, I think it can. No, you're a uh, you're a rematriate, right? A repatriate. So you don't you don't explode. You can return from a void out, but I think you would still explode. Because I don't. I mean, it's not like you explode. You don't have the same body oh, coming know. back, do you? I wonder if the guy that I distinctly remember hitting in the head with a bola gun by like the edge of a cliff and punching him off. I wonder if he died. I just wanted to mention I didn't I should have mentioned this before, but um when comparing the data set from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty one. I did exceed my my like flat numbers in each category um this year as compared to last by just a little bit like in each category <laughs> um I think How the closest I got to time? I don't know and that wasn't a goal either like I wasn't trying to exceed my numbers I didn't care about the numbers themselves I just wanted to see what they were you know um but they ended up exceeding the 2021 numbers in each category. I think the closest I got to like straight up doubling my numbers was games, probably. Um, so the 2021s was, uh, I played 64 games, uh, played at least some of 64 games, and this year I played at least some of 122. Um, and I finished 37 single player, and then compared to this year's 64. So yeah, played more games this year. Nice. You've, you've expanded your palette. You've uh, broadened your horizons. Yes. For our video game podcast, I wanted to have more to work with, you know. It's a professional thing. Sure. <laughs> cool. Well, I think it's neat that you tracked that for two years. Quite yeah, an achievement, for sure. Uh, definitely. Now I'm going to actively forget stuff. That's the only like way I'm gonna, to I'm gonna delete it well, from well, myself. Welcome to the cool kids club, Flask. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Welcome back, everybody. Now a little bit of me. Yay! Sorry, everybody. I watched. Ooh. Nope. Oh. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Maybe my favorite of 
his movies. I liked uh, it felt a little bit more subtle than some movies it's been, which uh, I don't know, kind of appeals more to my sensibilities, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the whole shtick without going to spoilers is really cool. <clears throat> yeah, I felt like that movie did a lot of really cool things and did a lot right. Um, I haven't seen all his movies. I did see, uh, what was the first one? Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. And I, I, I thought it was good. I liked Get Out. Um, but I, I thought this one was way better. More yeah. interesting. Well, it sounds like you, you missed Us, which I, I did. don't, I didn't really like at the time. And I think looking back, I, I like even less, maybe. My thought was when I saw Nope was that it wasn't necessarily better as a movie than Get Out, but it appealed to me more. Just the stuff I like in a movie. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Uh, so that's yeah, I can I see like, that. Yeah. Just the yeah. sci-fi and uh, yeah, I I thought as a you know a movie with horror elements, uh, they were better than Get Out. I, like there was some things in Nope that genuinely unnerved me. <laughs> a couple, a couple of scenes actually were like really unnerving. Yeah, um, and I like that. But it was also had some like lighthearted shit, and the characters were fun. Yeah, and on its face, it was kind of just like sci-fi schlock or whatever. Um, fun, fun movie. I'd give it two thumbs up. Sure, I'd give it five bags popcorn. Yeah, definitely a five bagger. Definitely five bagger. Like I was telling Vito, though, it's just uh, really I might have to give it four bags because a movie title should make me come and want to see it. It should be saying, yes, come see me. So when a movie, right, said, right. movie title says, nope, I feel like I don't want to see it. Um, but Interesting. Um, but, you know, that's 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 the director's choice, and he, he's a solid director. He's proven himself. He's cut his teeth. Yeah, yeah, good, good take. Uh, for, for sure. <laughs> next, I watched Avatar Two: The Way of Water. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, so I was uh, probably talking about it before. I, I was definitely not an Avatar head. I saw the original one. I could understand why people liked it, but uh, I felt like it was super overblown hype. But Avatar Two definitely got to me more than Avatar One did for sure. Um, I don't know if it was just the water and how cool it looked, but. <laughs> Guys, let me tell you, it's some cool looking water. It's pretty cool. Man, I don't water. get it. How good could it look? I'm so bewildered <laughs> I, by this. So, I, I've so, seen so, water in real life, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like I've seen water in real life. I played video games with good water. It's it's the I mean, Planet Earth-esque documentary style water. That it makes yeah, it look I pretty. I don't want to overhype it, but like it's just you know, there's it's really good looking CGI. Uh and I've seen water like this, is what you're saying. I, well, yeah, I guess. I ain't seen water. Oh, hold on, let me refuse. I ain't seen water doing this. I ain't seen water doing this. I ain't seen things in water look like this before. Gotcha. Fake, fake sci-fi things that are cool as fuck. Zooming through the water, oh, looking yeah. like this. You know what I mean? This yeah. blows my mind. I really need to see this because I don't get. Well, here's the thing. How... Rita, I think your problem with this movie is that like all the hype is making you think that people are saying this is a great movie, but like I think James Cameron is just really good at making a good movie. Like. It's just entertaining for three hours. You know what I mean? A pleasing movie, yeah. Yeah, it's amusing. I mean, the story, whatever. I mean, actually, I thought the story of this one was better, even if it's still, you know, you, you can see most of the bees coming from a mile away, whatever. Um, some nonsense, nonsensical stuff. But, like, James Cameron is somebody who is, like it or not, an expert filmmaker 
who has basically a blank check uh, budget and no studio interference in his movies. So it's pretty cool seeing like the true vision come out. And while like, you know, if he told James Cameron, like, yeah, you're just doing Pocahontas or like, yeah, I mean, your story sucks. He'd be like, so what? I'm trying to make a good film. A film has many parts. I'm choosing to focus on the visual spectacle, the cinematography and all that more than I am the story. Like he wants the story to just be good enough to string along five movies, which I'm fine with. Like I said, at the end of the day, it was an entertaining three hours of film. Definitely not going to say it's like a great movie. Don't know if it should win. Like, I probably, I don't even know if it should be nominated for Best Picture or anything like that. But it's three hours that didn't have me bored sitting in the IMAX. Yes. So take that for what you will. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, you know, I respect your opinion and Charlie and Flask. So I, I know it's got to be good at least, but um, I was just like knock, knockout bored by the first one. And the visual effects were not enough to like save the movie for me. So I'm just very curious. Uh, about this one like how good could it possibly look to to make me well, watch a three I, hour movie about blue people looking back i mean i wasn't thinking about any of this at the time but like maybe it helped that i had seen the first one and i did have an expectation like okay i'm gonna see foresty blue people um so like you know you're not gonna be like disappointed or like surprised on any of that and he knows that so he's still gonna try to show you new and cool things um I did feel like a lot of the effects were really good. I mean, well, most of the effects were really good. There were a couple moments when things were moving very fast where it felt a little video gamey, maybe, or like just like the frames were skipping a little bit on one animation more than the other. But that's just, it, it was mostly not noticeable. Good film. Do you believe they were real? Dude, yeah. I had a heart attack. I'm fine now. I missed the second half. <laughs> it's a long movie though. It's probably make it too long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I think last I checked box office it had made like over up one point two billion dollars. So I, I know that James Cameron said this would have to be one of the most profitable films of all time in order to justify Avatar three. But maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know that I trust anything James Cameron actually says out of his mouth. Yeah, because like- <laughs> he knows because he knows that a big part of the experience is the hype, right? Yeah. I mean, he's the guy, sure. he's the guy who I think is the only, well, one of the only cases of a guy who re released his movie back into theaters uh, after hyping it up. Titanic, I mean. Mm-hmm. Then it ran for like eight months or something like that, right? Crazy. He knows what he's doing as far as making money and getting eyes on yeah. it. Uh, and, you know, just behind the scenes, I think it's cool that he went and did things like invent technology to do motion capture underwater which didn't exist before this movie mm. uh just to facilitate making the movie i mean that's kind of what i was that getting at cool. with like the blank budget and like the auteur vision like he is doing things behind the scenes that you know, he's building tools and stuff to make his whatever movies he wants and i like that there's a guy out there doing that you know if they're not yeah i'd much rather movies. that than someone just I mean, like it is blowing cool. it completely yeah all right uh that's it for movie films uh i've been playing barony just a little bit i've really just done the tutorial but the tutorial is like two and a half hours of content so it's crazy to say um yeah you know i'll save most of my thoughts until we get into the dungeon or not you know what i mean like um i mean we will get into the dungeon but like 
yeah, we've yet to actually play multiplayer together, which may be the the make or break for the game for us. I think I'm mostly intrigued by it. Uh, there's a couple things that I'm a little nay nay on, but um, for the most part, I, I think it's cool. Um, the Minecraft graphics, like, I would I would be shocked. I would be so shocked if the weed dev behind this game didn't cut his teeth making Minecraft mods, right? Like, it's just... Yeah, yeah. It's so obviously, like, a Minecraft skin game. Which is fine, I guess. I mean, whatever. Game can elevate beyond its looks. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, the tutorial was ten different trials, each explaining a different mechanic of the game. Uh, I was just going to highlight that I thought actually it was really cool that they were structured like different runs, like ten different runs that are, like, in a preceded little dungeon area with puzzles to solve. It got my brain pretty cool most on most of them. There was a couple of them I was pretty frustrated by. Hmm. Um, cool for them to do a tutorial like that. That's pretty in-depth. I feel, I I feel really rather got... prepared. Yeah, at least, yeah, with that much preparedness. Um, what did you th- actually think of, like, the, the magic systems, potion systems, the, the systems that they have in the game? I think uh, the they could be cool. I mean, I'll have to see them in the dungeon. Um, right, in practice. Yeah, definitely see them in practice. The potions, like collecting water and like mixing and duplicating stuff, it might be a little bit over my head right now. The magic was a lot more accessible than I was imagining it was going to be, though. The magic seems pretty straightforward. Um, but some cool spells. Like I, I actually did really enjoy the the test for the magic one, where you're just kind of given like 1,500 gold, and you got to buy a bunch of stuff. Actually, yeah, I guess I'm thinking of the shop one, but I play like a magic guy. I ended up buying a, um, I bought a spear and I bought a wand of charm and a book of levitate. But I don't think I ever used the book of levitate. Um, and, um, I le- I, I speared a rat, then charmed a skeleton into killing a spider for me. And yeah, that oh, was pretty cool. <laughs> the, um, the short forays I did into the actual dungeon on my own did not go very well. Uh, I was not yeah. enjoying the combat very much. It, it for, like the combat seems to be the enemies just come up to you. They beeline towards you and then they just attack relentlessly forever until you. Yeah, kill it, them. Se- it seems almost like, like the game, there, there's a push and pull, like you're supposed to block and then attack. Right. But it seems yeah. almost like for, at least from what few enemies I fought melee is going to be the same. You're supposed to just be tapping very fairly quickly, space and left click alternately. Quite like, quickly, yeah. That's like maybe even beyond like just a taste thing. That's like the biggest draw to this Minecraft aesthetic while trying to do combat like that is that there is literally no visual cue for their attack. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. you, it's not like in all these games we're playing these days where we're pairing and shit. You just have to like tap and then, oh okay, I blocked it. I, I guess I'm on rhythm right now. Yeah, even in um, Slasher's Keep, like I was talking about, the enemies do telegraph for a, a second, like like less than a second, split second, before they do their attack. So if like a zombie comes at you, it'll kind of, you don't know what it's doing until it raises one of its arms. Then yeah. you know, okay, I got to parry in that direction, and it can right. be like a diagonal even. Um, so that's better to me than uh, an enemy literally, just like you said, just coming up to you and not telegraphing at all, being like a Minecraft mob that just it touching you is an attack every like second or half second. Right. Right. But you know, but hopefully true, the thing, true like, will be how, we, yeah, that we bought it. Like, like you're sorry, I was cutting you off, but I'm saying the same thing as you. 
Yes. We bought yes. it to play together and to go into yes. the dungeon, knowing that it was going to be a lesser imitation of the vibe that we've been getting from Dark and Darker. Um, so, you know, definitely down to do that before we make judgment calls. The tutorial is yeah, just see. long enough that doing that means that you can't return the game, too. So I guess I'm stuck with it. <laughs> right. I got it, thankfully, free on uh, EGS a while back. Oh, and there is crossplay. No, yeah. Never mind. Um, I didn't even know what the game was when I got it for free. It was just recently that it came to my attention. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was just going to say, like, hopefully in combat with multiple people, you know, one person can draw the aggro or um, while the people flank or like one person can use their magic or whatever to do right. AOE or turn enemies against each other. Oh, there, I, I'm sure there's more to it in multiplayer. It's got to be. I wonder what, if there's a revive mechanic or how that works. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's Barony. Um, I played some other things this last week, but I guess nothing I feel like is worth highlighting necessarily. Um, I've kind of been in a start and stop mood, I feel like. Been starting and stopping a lot of things. Uh, I did pick up Persona 5 back a little bit. Um, still kind of like getting my feet back wet. I, I'm not going to restart the game 100%. Um, you know what? I was going to say, just restart the game. No, fuck no, dude. I'm 35 hours in. <laughs> um, you just know, do it. in my darkest of what the fuck do I want to do type moments, uh, I downloaded uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends, a <laughs> GameCube. RPG from my childhood. Huh. Um, played that a little bit. Um, I said finished Golden Sun. No, and that's that's why I I didn't keep playing Skies of Arcadia because I was like I can't keep playing this game while I still have Golden How Sun. How long will you keep running from your past? I know, <laughs> I know, and I'm and I'm right there at the end of Golden Sun One. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, that's what you think. You still haven't gotten all four lighthouses, so I don't understand how <laughs> right, you think you're almost I'm, done. I'm but... pretty sure either you or somebody else told me you're, I'm not going to get all four lighthouses in this game. All right, well, I would never tell you that, so it must have been Alex. <laughs> that's me. That's my roundtable. That's all I got. Um, been watching a lot of, I guess, just TV. I've been watching a lot of uh, old adult swim stuff. For some reason, I think the on cinema has kind of made me want to look more into like Tim Heidecker stuff again. Yeah, rotted like, your brain. Yeah, Tim and Eric. Um, I guess I never watched the John C. Riley <clears throat> one where they took his character from Awesome Show and made it check it out with Dr. Steve Dave Rule. Steve oh, he's the best. Yeah, yeah, no, I like rules, it. Yeah. Rules, rules, rules. Yeah. Sweet Mary Wine. In my Tim Heidecker rabbit hole. I did discover a fun John C. Riley fact is that he actually hates the C. He wishes that everybody just knew him as John Riley, but the Screen Actors Guild Union makes him put a C in his name because there's another John Riley out there who was less famous oh, but shit. came first. Oh, um, damn. Yeah, that's happened in several instances. It's kind of funny when the, the yeah. person who has to have the middle initial comes later and comes becomes more famous by right. far. Oh, I like the C. I feel like it just rolls off the tongue really well. Yeah. You shouldn't be down about that. John, you don't got to feel bad about that. No. If you're listening. Yeah, I mean, it's not your fault. Greg. Hello. How are you? Well, you're done with One Piece. So, what yeah, was I no, you're, you're never done with One Piece, okay? I'm caught up with One Piece. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I'm caught up, so my life is 
I've kind of lost all meaning to my life. Uh, besides Death Stranding and like, wow, I really haven't been playing that much. Uh, it's been a very slow week for me. That's okay. I usually uh, don't really do that much. I guess one game I want to talk about. Uh, a few days ago, uh, our friend Kurt had his birthday. And we played a game called uh, Myth 2. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. It's a fun mission. Uh, I gotta see what t- year it came out. It came out 98, December 28th, 1998. It's a little RT, uh, RT or real-time tactics game. Uh, pretty, I didn't really expect much going into it. It was made by, uh, it was also made by Bungie. Uh, you know, the Halo guys, I guess. I'm, I know. So. I think I know who you're talking about. Or I think, I think they made, like, Destiny, I think they made that? Well, I think yes. they did Destiny 2. Oh. Uh, that as well. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we loaded this game up, uh, got and played a game, and I was, I immediately, uh, fell in love with this game and had a fucking blast playing it. Really? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what it was, dude, but, like, I immediately, like, clicked to this game. I was like, dude, this is so much fun. I just want to do this campaign all night. Is that feeling yeah, rare I mean, uh, for, like, a birthday game? Like, one that you have imposed on you? I feel like that doesn't yeah, happen dude, that because often. That does not happen at like barely at all. It's I usually mean, someone plays like a meme game or something. No, nah, I mean, I don't know. What are some other examples? The only birthday games I can think of is like fucking John's game. Um, what's that called? Kane and Lynch. Kane and Lynch. Um, Dog days. I think we did Kai, Marvel's Cosmic Avengers year. this year on my birthday. No, it's not. I feel like it, normally it's not a Excuse bad me? game. It's it just will like, be Marvel's Avengers this year. And you <laughs> know what? You know, just because you said that you're, you're one of the people I'm picking to play. You know, I didn't get a birthday game last month. Yeah, no, you, your birthday uh, got skipped, of, remember? Yeah, oh, that's right. Your yeah. birthday did get skipped. I forgot about that. Also, you gotta say, I mean, Kurt was pushing for it, you know. Dude, he had everything oh, all set he, up. He set it up day, days in advance, he uh, said. I'm it saying, that December 17th, 2023, we are all gathering around a virtual tabletop. <laughs> gathering around a virtual tabletop and playing tabletop simulator Cosmic Encounters. Oh, see, that's nice. a good, yeah, that's a good game, though. You got double Avengers duty now, bud. Oh, God damn it. Oh, but yeah, dude, this game's pretty cool. It's like a, like a little night game, uh, but you're fighting like zombies and monsters like a and whatnot. RTS, but without any of like the resource gathering, you just control you just got the man, building, a group yeah. of enemies, uh, of, uh, sorry, units. So... <laughs> We uh we all sp- ended up splitting up. I uh it ended up with uh Noxel and John, our two dwarves. Uh who I think I got a dwarf at like the at the end of the game at the end of us playing, but it was usually like me archer and everyone else had like a bunch of knights, archers and whatnot, and we would just go through these levels and like just smash zombies and bandits and whatnot. Or, yeah, or it's usually, pretty or, pretty minimal like abilities per unit but i guess we're trying to work together as a group as and like there was strategy. a lot of times where someone of us did something like uh i know a lot of times noxa would throw something and i'm trying to get away and it would explode me and i would just explode into pieces all over the place yeah the the little like the physics in that game were were you know very funny cool maybe ahead of its time for whenever the hell that was released a lot of gore explosions and stuff it also seemed like oftentimes one unit would get caught out of position and that would cascade into everyone dying or most people getting everyone slain. getting ripped apart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know if that 
game is normally co-op. Like it's a I don't single player know. game. We were definitely playing with a mod and that allowed no, like I'm pretty sure it is. It's normally or that's what current Kyler saying. Co-op. Or normally regular co-op. Yeah, well, I don't know what it normally I, I is, think but it definitely has onboard co-op. It definitely degree. normally has co-op, which I did find crazy because I thought that was a mod too, but I don't know how many players it is. Yeah, I'm not sure what the mod we were playing like did. It well, might maybe just raise the player count. Well, yeah, I mean the real well, re- no the, the mods that we downloaded were the like the 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 zombie game mode, and I don't know if you played like the clue one. No. Um, yeah, the, those yeah those were separate game modes. The, oh, okay. the update that we downloaded just uh, may work on modern machines with higher resolution. I think. Um. Yeah. No. And the re- the reason why you guys are saying that like it felt like a mod is because like the multiplayer felt like almost unsupported. Like Kurt, every the start of every mission had to assign our units and shit like that. But it was fun. Yeah. Right. I, I just didn't believe. I just didn't think that games that old had like, you know, that that, many, play- that many players co op. I guess I don't know. But yeah, it was it was cool. I mean. I fucking I couldn't stand how slow you walked in that game. Like it was actually draining me. Um, there's just the the walking speed of the units. But other than that, I thought it was cool. I heard that it could get like kind of um, complex, like the strategy in that game, like between like you know if you're raiding a castle and you're using satchel charges, you might have invisible units, and there's just different ways to kind of um, complete your objective. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially one person doing it be right. It'd be a little easier. Pretty challenging, yeah. Well, well, easier and harder, I guess. Harder because you do have to, you know, kind of move all those units yourself. But I guess easier in the sense that you know exactly where they're moving and when they're going to get there. You don't have any kind of right. You're not going to throw. Yeah, no, no dwarfs that just keep laughing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. slowing down everybody. The giggling dwarfs. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's give and take, I suppose. Probably it is overall easier, actually. Uh, but yeah, really, other than that, uh, I haven't really been playing much. I mean, I went through Death Stranding, or I'm still going through that. Me and John are about the same spot. Uh, I think he said it, you know, I have I really have no idea what's going on, but I'm enjoying myself just enough to keep going. That's good. I, uh, I, I do like beating people up in that game. <laughs> and then, just World of Warcraft. That's it. That's all I got. So okay. cool. Neither Andy or Greg talked about uh, Elden Ring. Did you guys not want to mention that? Yeah, we could talk a little bit about that. Um, I, I honestly, I mean, I'm asking. I, I don't know if you wanted to. Oh, uh, well, yeah. We uh, just, we downloaded yeah, a randomizer. It's really not a game worth talking about, <laughs> if you ask me. All right. Well, yeah. well we just uh, we just uh, downloaded a randomizer, and we've been going through. We started going through that. Greg, I'm gonna uh, cut you off for just a second. I need to address John's shitty comment. Um, I, I had this in my back pocket the whole show just waiting for it. Uh, you guys might have seen, but the Steam community has spoken, uh, and Valve has announced the winners of the 2022 Steam Awards. Elden Ring won the Game of the Year. Just rightfully to so. Get it clear. Okay, okay, right, well, but Ragnarok is not on Steam. It's not even on yeah, Steam, like, so how is this a fair Rock election? Yeah. It beat 2018's God of War. Congratulations. Oh, 2018's yeah. God of War did win outstanding story-rich game. Mm-hmm. Four-year-old game. Nothing could beat its story. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I seen Raft. Hey, <laughs> yeah, because Raft w- there. words have gotten some updates over the last four years. I'm, j- I'm Raft. just saying, what no game came out this year that could take it on. You're right. No, you're right. If they release, I mean, certainly not Elden Ring story. 
Elden Ring also and, won and Raph did best win game better with friends. Raph won better with friends? That's crazy. True. Dude, well, is to be fair, game. I really don't think I would enjoy the game at all by myself. So <laughs> yeah. I cannot deny that it, it has to be better with friends. Ready or not was up there too, it looks like. I love that game. That's a great game, Raft. Yeah, I mean, I'll never play it again, but I enjoyed... Well, I don't want to say that, but I, I enjoyed our playthrough. Uh, Stray had more innovative gameplay than uh, Teardown and Neon White, just so you guys know. Oh, good, good. Well, Neon White sucked and hasn't won any awards, so who cares? But Teardown, though. Teardown, I liked. But yeah, no, what were you saying, Greg? Uh, we downloaded an Elden Ring mod. Yeah. Randomizer, we were going through that. Uh, you know, the city, or the, uh, the map is dangerous, filled with terrible monsters. Yeah, every, uh, every monster and apparently bird in the map could be any other monster or boss, apparently. It's amazing. And all the items are, like, all over the place. Like, we can't get into the, uh, what is it, Stormhill Castle, because we tried to go, uh, the sideway, and it was locked, and we didn't have a key. Oh, I was gonna tell uh, you, we couldn't uh, find the key. Next time we played, but we found the merchant who sells that key. Oh, nice. Just randomly? Perfect. Yeah, so all the merchants, all of their inventory is randomized as well. There's still, there's still merchants in the same spot, but they're not right. gonna sell what you remember them selling. Yeah, most of them sell, like, golden seeds to upgrade your flask. It's uh it's cool. I'm uh I'm that I I like that game a lot, so you know just adding new things to it is fun as hell. I was consistently I think laughing. We're on, uh, I was just gonna say I think we're on like what was the boss? We're on like that moose boss, but it said it's a giant dragon. Yeah. So, you right. know. Oh, it's worse. Um, I see. I was gonna say that I really appreciate the randomizer for kind of injecting a sense of I need to explore again back into the game. Not that I like ever stopped exploring when I played it again, but like I can't build anything by having a mental checklist of where I need to go anymore. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of have to see what you yeah. get. I like that a lot. It's like um it's like in the vein of self-imposed challenges in older games where you're just like you're playing the game in a different way that kind of revitalizes it or bring breathes new life yeah. into it. Um, like a you know, I could run a Nuzlocke on a Pokemon game, and you know, I I get what I get, uh, and then if it dies, it dies. That that same feeling of like disposable randomness sort of uh, injects new life into the game. Just to cover our bases, there will be Elden Ring spoilers until one thirty fifty. Just as a uh, an anecdote, my favorite is still. Uh, going into the first boss, and it's just a soldier. Yeah, <laughs> just totally, one yeah. soldier so, from the early game. And the naming is really great. fun too. Like, the game apparently has like classes of enemies, and the mo the enemy itself will be randomized, but it seems like the class remains the same. So instead of Margaret the Fell Omen, we fought Soldier the Fell Omen. <laughs> and then you'll I see like when the final boss out in the middle of nowhere in like a corner, just chilling. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, when you, you had Moog just standing in a corner, like looking at the wall, <laughs> yeah. and nobody Dude. noticed him. Like you guys were all in the room or something, and nobody really noticed him until <laughs> like very late. The, well, the randomizer has a lot of moments where you're attacking a dragon, and then you get hit behind from something, and you're freaking out because that thing behind you could be anything. 
Yeah, I think we went up a uh, like a hill at one point, and I noticed something on the corner of mine. It was like the last, like the last, last boss of the whole yeah. game. I was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" I know that you were saying that, you know, you like for instance in one of the first areas where there's like those convoy groups. And there's easily like twenty plus enemies. Usually, there's just a nightmare right there. Yeah, soldiers, but there could be a nightmare because every single one of those guys could be. Yeah. the strongest boss in the game. <laughs> so that's dogs, fucking nuts. There's a moat there right now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to see you guys run into that specifically, but I'm curious about like I've definitely walked into small rooms where like 20 enemies, like you know, light enemies drop from the ceiling. Like, what the fuck would would the game just explode? Like, like how would it, all those enemies fit into like a room? Like, well, that? I don't know. They would just, just put them. In them. There. I don't know how far Knoxville and Kurt got. Uh, but they were on their way up to fighting Ranala last night. It could be that. Oh yeah, or, I saw that. Oh, were all the little enemies different things? So none of the little enemies spawned. It was just one enemy replacing Ranala herself. Ah, uh, interesting. Uh, it was did, a large did, one. Did it, did it have, did it have two phases? Uh yes. It transformed to a different creature entirely in the That's second sick. phase. Sick. I was oh, wondering if it was going to do that. Dope. Uh, and it was so big the first uh, phase that it, you know, it takes place in the library. It was literally destroying all of the bookcases and like widening the area in oh which they God. could fight. And so it was actually pretty cool, pretty funny. That's cool. I like the instances where either like fighting an unfamiliar boss, like a, a boss in a, in, a, in a zone that's unfamiliar, like changes the fight entirely. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Cool. All right, Sometimes nice. Sometimes get stuck. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Vito, 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 our last man of the evening. What do you have? Uh, I don't have too much. Um, he says every day. I, nah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm playing Elden Ring again, and apparently I'm close to the end. I'm in, like, Fair Mazul. I just beat your way. Malaketh. And, um, yeah, having fun. Great oh, you game. did beat Malaketh. Yeah, I finally nice, beat him nice, last okay. night. Easily the hardest boss in the game for me, I think. Yeah. He's a toughie. Um, he is a toughie. I, once I, like, I, the way I beat him was I just, um, uh, what's it called? Changed my class. Um, you respect? What's it called when you go to the queen? Yeah, respect. I, I respect into, like, a completely different class, and then actually it was a pretty easy fight. So, you know, it just wasn't good for my build at the time. Um, yeah, so I'm working on that. Um, I mentioned during the game of the year pod, but I'll just say it again. I beat Ragnarok and the game was, was incredible. Um, definitely one of my top games of all time. Very, 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 very good game. Excellent story. Incredible gameplay. Um, so there's that. Uh, I started Pentiment. Hadn't got too far. But it's cool so far. I definitely get what Flask was saying, how it really puts you like in a in a place, mm-hmm. in a time and place. Um, but I'm uh, still early on in that. But that's a pretty short game, right? I saw the time to beat was like four hours. Is that kind of true? Or um, I think it depends on how much you kind of explore and, and talk to people and stuff like that. Right. It seemed like there was some side I, quests and stuff. I think I had more hours than four, um, but not that many more. So it's a reasonable length. Okay. Hey, editor's note. So, uh, 
in the moment, I think I was just going along with the figure Vito stated, which is uh, four hours. But I think he was trying to say uh, 14 hours, which would be more accurate to like the how long to beat uh, figures. Uh, for future reference, I think my playtime was is somewhere in the teens, probably more than 14 hours. Um, been playing a lot of Vampire Survivors. Um, how far did you guys all get in that game? Did you guys get to like where it gets really insane? You got to clarify. So I, I'm, I haven't, I'm just playing like the regular game that we all know is Vampire Survivors, but I do follow the subreddit now and I'm kind of like seeing what everybody posts. Apparently like where I'm at, um, you know, I have, I have some weapon evos, um, I have like all the maps unlocked and you know, I just kind of jump in, play for fun. I, I get to 30 minutes. Usually I haven't beat the, uh, the Reaper. But apparently, like, all of this is, like, almost considered, like, the tutorial. And the game really fucking just gets wild. Like, I think there's an item called a Limit Breaker that allows you to level up any item infinitely. And, like, it just go, gets crazy. And, in fact, I think, like, most of the screenshots people post on Reddit of, like, their run, the screen is just, like, um, like indecipherable. It's just... <laughs> Whatever's happening on the screen, it's either just like all enemies on the screen to the point where you're like, it's just a solid color or like, you you know, it could be like you have Santa water level 30 or something like that. And just the screen is just blue. And what do you do then? Well, I think there's an endless mode, so you could just go as far as you want. Um, so I think I think that's that's a thing. That people definitely once you get to a certain like part in the game that you do that, um, but I I don't know. I imagine the game does gets harder. Like I said, there's a lot of times these screenshots I'm seeing it's just straight enemies across the screen. Yeah, like how do you play the game? Well, I, yeah, I think at that point you don't move. You just it's just uh geez. it's like an AFK build that you make I, where like you you don't there's no it's not necessary to move. I mean, uh, I got to fairly early on in the development. I got to like most of the content done at like may of last year whatever time it is and i've kind of been playing it every now and then since so i definitely haven't gotten to the end but like well all the stuff but we're seeing some pretty wild shit i don't want to spoil anything i've definitely had runs sort of like that but i've never used the limit breaker yeah, as you call it i i wouldn't say that we are the tutorial though i mean i think he just keeps adding shit onto the game i've never heard any of that stuff and i stopped playing it I got, I mean, I guess I got all the original weapons and maybe like one or two of the later ones that he added evolved. Um, but I think when I played, I mean, that was it. 30 minutes, you're done. Yeah, I, I think from what I understand, that's like just scratching the surface of this game. Um, I'll have to go back to it. I got yeah. an interesting side tangent though, real quick, just to discredit Andy and his Elden Ring nomination of Game of the Year. What? Uh, through the Steam, through the Steam uh, Awards. Look at the last award. It's uh, best game on the go. And the nominees are. I want to let you let you figure out who won here. The nominees are Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, and this is this is games you play on the go so when you're out or whatever. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, Vampire Survivors, Death Stranding, Rotato, or Marvel Snap. What's the best game on the go? What do you think? Well, I know what the answer is. 
I know the I know the answer oh, too. Why are you wacky. all piece of shit? Right. I, I oh, introduced Greg, the list first. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I I guess everybody here is just quiet or crazy. <laughs> Sorry, John. Uh, you're talking about what? Minecraft again? You're done. Go you're go done. home. You're all, you're on the bench. All right. You know, you're thinking Marvel Snap, Quick Games, Vampire Survivors, Max. Yeah, games half on the hour, go. Right? How does Death Stranding win this? There's no credibility to this list at all. Why? If I'm playing uh, Death Stranding, I want to sit down for an 8 to 12 hour road building experience. I'm not trying to hop. Yeah, you're still early half though. Hour. You're going to watch a cutscene that lasts 30 fucking hours. You're still tumble, tumble and break something and then get mad and get off. That's usually what a 30 minute death training uh, adventure got, looks like. When you got some roads and some zip lines, I could totally see doing that. Hop on, do a couple. Half hour ain't day enough getting nothing. Roads done. are for cowards. Um, anyway, where, where were we? Um, I don't know. But yes, I agree, John. That list is there's no credibility at all. Um, I looked at, I looked at, you just posted a GIF of. That didn't even look fun, actually. That looks like, I don't know, it kind of unhypes me from Empire Survivor. I think like, it's cool just to, to not get play to, it. Just to get to that level, I think is pretty fucking sick. Like, uh, like, uh, I'm playing the games uh, because like I'm maneuvering and using my abilities to like make paths <laughs> and sweep past the enemy. Not yeah. like, well, I don't know that it. it's not difficult once you get to that level. I don't really. Know I, I don't it. see how it could be. Screenshots. I mean, there's nothing you can do except for stand there. Like you can't. I mean, Vito, I think you're just there. watching people using like the most broken possible combinations for Reddit points. Like that's possible. Possible. I mean, I, I think it's it's just cool regardless. You know, I mean, the game has been a, it's 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 not that much about like. Like you can only do one thing, move. And, yeah, no, and I think that's like what you're about to say, and I disagree a bunch, especially in the later levels where you actually have like objects you can get around, and like there's just, like walls. No, and... move, move, movement's definitely important, but I'm, I'm just saying like the game no. is mostly about creating a build. I, I think your your decisions. You know? I definitely think, but I think I think there's definitely a a layer of depth in in facing your character the right way to get certain attacks out right, that you're sure. throwing, and then switching different directions. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll definitely carry you uh, uh, far. Nah, well, maybe you're right. Maybe when you get to this level, not, definitely not anywhere near. Boring. You know, as far as your build, I mean, that is the most important thing. But I definitely think you could, you can get yourself better by by doing stuff like that. Right. Um, other things. Uh, oh yeah, just the last thing I watched: uh, Banshees of uh, Inisherin. Oh, I had to watch uh, that. Yeah. It's a new um, Martin McDonough movie. Colin Farrell. He did in Bruges. Um, oh, okay, okay, did, okay. Uh, three bu- bu- three billboards. Um, you I'm liked a, in Bruges a lot. In Bruges is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, may, probably my my number one favorite film of all time. Um, I don't know why. I, I mean, I mean, no, I think it's a, I think it's a fantastic movie, but I know not everybody liked that movie. Um, it's just a great, cozy, fun. And, and dramatic movie. And uh, yeah, I was very excited for this one, for Banshees. And it didn't disappoint. It's it's exactly what I would hope for. Um, it is, it's all those things. It's it's clever. It's a little funny. It's far more dramatic than in Bruges. Um, but it's a simple, simple story. And, you know, it's just carried by uh, Colin and uh, Brendan Gleeson. That just they work really well together. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it's just great, great cinematography. It's a it's a vibe movie. And this movie takes place on like a small isle in Ireland, like off the coast of the mainland Ireland um, in the, I think the 19, like 20s. Oh, I didn't know it was um, set in the past. Yeah, it's set in the past. And uh, it's just a, it's just a great vibe. I, I would definitely recommend it. That's great it's, to hear. You know, it's, it's, it, if you liked In Bruges, it's similar to this because, you know, it's, it's slow and um you know the humor is a bit dry but i thought it was a a great a great story and you could get more out of it that like on the surface it's a simple story but i think you could get a little bit more out of it uh metaphorically cool uh, yeah cool and uh that's all i that's all i got that's all you got that's all it's got that's all that anybody's got because it's time for the news the news 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 must it must news. news. Hitman. News? <gasps> oh. Hitman 3 will become Hitman World of Assassination on January 26th, making Hitman 1 and 2 free for owners. So, okay. That's, that's pretty sweet. So if you own Hitman 3, you now get Hitman 1 and 2 for free. Correct. Correct. I think that that's worth a purchase all on its own then. So, I mean, Hitman 3 is supposed to be great, but um, that, the whole package is, like, incredible. Well, yeah, Playing the whole Hitman package. Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 in the Hitman 3 engine and graphics. Uh, until now, the buying, the purchasing options for the Hitman series have just gotten more and more ridiculously, like, confusing. Just convoluted, right? Convoluted, exactly. Um, to the point where people are making, like, have been making guides on how to purchase what you actually want from the Hitman series, uh, specifically the the modern trilogy. Uh, so what they're doing now is they're consolidating all that into one or technically two purchases, but one standard game purchase of seventy dollars for the Hitman World of Assassination game, which is uh, oh. three that includes one and two. Oh wait. Yes. I, that's not what I thought when you said Hitman 3 makes Hitman 1 and 2 free for owners. How's that free? You purchased from from 26th from the 26th on, there will be one uh uh Hitman 1, Hitman 2 and Hitman 3 will no longer be purchasable as separate games. It'll be yeah, one but, game but called Hitman World of Assassination that is all three games in one package. Right, but Hitman 3 is not a $70 game, is it? It's a $60 game and it's actually on sale right now for 20 right. bucks. No, so yeah, when it changes, it will also change the pricing. It will become okay, so a flat $70. Price. Yes, um I think it's weird to call it free when you're increasing the price. I mean, it's not that true, much. True. True. It's kind of free. The other the other part of it though is that if you already own Hitman 3, it will be automatically upgraded to that and will retroactively include the stuff from 1 and 2. Um cool. and then there is a separate purchase you can make uh of the DLC stuff for two and three, I believe, which is thirty dollars again after okay. the twenty sixth. I mean I, I think I like that. I, I I mean I would say right now if you don't own any of the Hitman games, pick up Hitman three right now for yes. twenty one dollars and you'll get all of the Hitman games. It's like a fucking a legendary 
purchase. Um, I think the best advice I saw was what you said. Yeah. Purchase it now before the 26th while it's on sale for $21 and then wait until after the changeover and, uh, you know, play those games, obviously. And if you like them enough, if you want that extra DLC content, then later you can purchase the $30 DLC item, which uh, would bring your total to, you know, $51 instead of the eventual 100 it would be otherwise yeah okay i still need to play I, any I saw of this, those. I, you haven't played any of i have them. not oh. which is ridiculous because i have wanted to so i don't know oh, why yeah. i haven't cool well you're gonna i know you you're gonna start with fucking like the original hitman games you, you got a long i way did that go. already i i i went through all of the hitman games up through to up until uh absolution okay. which i didn't finish because i didn't like it that much and i decided oh, i'm just gonna skip to hitman 2016 and i haven't yet <laughs> haven't skipped to it yet i need gotcha. to play it well after doing all the originals i'm sure you're a little burnt out about that vibe yeah i gave me a, I needed a break i guess yeah sort of like when you get almost the end of golden sun and you need like a break. <laughs> Nobody's done that before. <laughs> I, I hear it's pretty common actually if you just gotta look I'm in the right place. I'm not sure about that. Destiny 2 data mining group has blown all credibility by manufacturing a host about a Destiny premium subscription. This is a host. They manufacture a host. Yeah. So, um,. At, at a certain point, so th- this group is like one of those groups that they mine patches and they find information and tantalize people with it. Um, yeah. And for some reason, they started posting about how um, they started posting about how there's going to be a premium subscription that like sells skins or some dumb shit. And it started getting picked up by the gaming news and everything and sort of spreading like hot fire or wildfire. And then they... uh copped up like actually yeah we we were lying to what end i think it was just a troll unclear okay publicity or oh i mean maybe but it's kind of weird but it's like okay that's the group that trolled everybody like why would they ever why would anybody ever listen to anything they say you know exactly yeah Yeah, you're destroying your credibility for one little like 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 a quick gag yeah like i mean we could do something like that but we're not trying to report on like Shit, we're just talking about stuff, you know. Exactly. Their yeah. their entire like not it's not their business, but their entire like thing as a group is their credibility of the info that they right. gather. So there's no point to them otherwise. Anyway, uh, I don't care about Destiny Two. I don't care about pre- the premium subscription that wasn't there. I just thought well, I saw that in my my feed and I was like, huh? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Don't seem to be no reason. Some good news. Hundreds of employees at ZeniMax Studios, owned by Microsoft, have voted to unionize. Axios has a nice little piece that breaks down what happened um, and the big picture and how it happened, all that. Um, But no, it's uh, cool. Uh, Mostly seem to involve game testers, which are among the uh, uh, sector of employee that's probably most, I don't know what the word is, I don't. I don't want to. No, I don't want to say that and like compare how terrible shit is. But they are commonly abused by corporate systems because it's a um, fairly low skill labor, which makes them replaceable. So yeah. you know, 
shitty conditions. So it's nice that they got the union. highly at all. Exactly. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. For sure. Uh, is that new story over? Yeah, as far as I know. Technically. <laughs> okay. Um, I just wanted to say two quick things that I don't think are like were like worthy to um, list or anything like that. Did you guys, what was your history with like Stranded Deep, that game? Did you guys, have you guys talked about that before? Stranded is that the Deep. one that Greg would make us play on his birthday? Mm-hmm. Was that game? Was that that game? The shark game? No, that was Death. Death. Okay. Okay. Right, right. Stranded Deep? Uh, I th- Was that the plane crash game? I don't know. Uh, hold on, I'm going to look it up. The reason yes, I bring it, it up was. is... Okay, okay. The reason I bring it up is just because apparently it's stealth dropped onto Game Pass today. Um, so I was like, wow. did, was that a game we talked about ever? Uh, I didn't remember that. Uh, that would be cool. It has an online co-op. I'd be down to play that. that it's like, uh, you're in a plane crash and your goal is to, uh, like survive, uh, in the middle of the ocean. And there's a bunch of, uh, like, uh, islands all over. It's like rust meets okay. raft. Yeah. It sounds like raft. It's a little like raft. Seems like if you actually build on the island so much in a little video of it. Uh, yeah, you could build on the island. Uh, what really uh, I think is cool about it is the uh, whole ocean, all the, uh, the stuff in the ocean. Oh, there's, there's stuff in the ocean that you can find. And... Yeah, there's like uh, lots of stuff. Like, sure, there, well, besides, you know, like sharks and whatnot, there's like uh, whales whales and whatnot. I kind of like okay. that. A uh, lot of fish. Weirdly, I like that this game has co-op, all right. has co-op player, two player. Makes me feel... Uh. Hmm. At a certain point in the video, they're flying a helicopter made out of like trash. <laughs> yeah, but they're straight on enough gas to get back to to the like you know real world. Uh, they got enough to fucking dunk on the sea animals, but not get back in the real <laughs> I don't know, world. I got, That's it, John. That's all they got. It's a helicopter. A fun little two-player experience. I, I think I, I so. Could. The more I watch it, the more silly it looks. If well, anybody's interested, I will go on the boat with you. You said it's only on only two. Yeah, players. yeah, it's only two players. Son of a bitch. Uh, the other thing I saw just now was um, uh, apparently the System Shock remake is going to be in March. That's ah, it's finally getting okay. released after all this time in March. So there's that. Yeah, for now. Yeah, that game's going to suck. For now, that's the release date, yeah. Okay, well, the Broken Campfire podcast has a little bit of news for the listeners. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of something to uh, set the stage. Uh, this is the time... In the podcast, we're warning all you guys that the show's over, so it's time to go home. Um, so, but we do got some serious business to cover about at least the short-term future of the podcast. So this goes out to the listeners. Listeners, you're being poisoned. You don't realize it at first, but you kind of are. There's a daily and constant influx of stimuli- stimulus from the internet that's fighting for your attention. And, you know, it's kind of hard to allow yourself to sit idly without pulling out your phone and checking your social medias and your emails and such. Um, Most of us, I think, would have a really hard time remembering the last time that we were actually well and truly bored. It takes active active concentration and imagination to try to remember what it was like to do in a time before the Internet. And as a podcast that produces sometimes hours-long audio episodes about mostly nothing... We're definitely all complicit, but listener, if you haven't realized it yet, this podcast is not really for you. So try to take a moment and try to recall the last time you had a non-distracted, 
and not work-related conversation with another human being, where the only thing that you were doing was sitting and listening. Try to imagine the last time you were genuinely bored. For the gamers out there, try to imagine the last time you just talked with your Discord gamer friend without the backdrop of a stream or a game to distract you. We first thought about this podcast over 10 years ago when podcasts were still new, which is kind of hard to imagine in the current landscape. We're, we were only teenagers then, and we never got the energy and the motivation um, to uh, gather together and take it off. Instead, we waited until we we're all in our mid to late 20s. Sort of an ironic decision for us to make because now all of us are obligated to work, education, or training type of thing. In the last few years of doing this, we haven't made a single cent off this podcast. And we enjoy what may be a very quiet, but certainly small fan base. But again, the thing is, the podcast isn't really about you, listener. It's never been about us getting famous, getting attention, or gathering a fan base. But of course, all those things I would love to see happen. What this podcast has really been about is creating a platform for the five of us longtime gamer pals to have a reason to just come together and chat, to celebrate and commiserate the media experiences that distracted or poisoned us in the last week. I didn't really notice it at first, but this podcast has sort of, in a way, been about embracing boredom and embracing friendship, building a communal hobby and charting out a footprint that obligates us to sit down and listen to one another, to share ideas like they were meals brought to a communal potluck. It's time for us to all embrace boredom yet again and to try something new. For at least the month of January, we're going to take a hiatus. They give us time and space back into our week to try out new projects and ideas. We have no idea where they'll go, and the listener probably will never see or hear any of it because none of it is for you. We did this podcast for us and for each other. And for the hosts and even our special guest correspondent, Vito, I'm eternally grateful for the four of you who all decided to dedicate your time each week to entertain this little project so far. I don't, I don't think we're done yet. To the listeners, we'll see you all again soon. We aren't saying goodbye, but we hope to see you later. In the meantime, I encourage everyone to embrace boredom and friendship. Talk to your gamer pals about what they like. Don't worry about agreeing on everything. Stay strong to your standards and tastes while remaining mindful. They are your standards and your tastes. Take it easy and always remember to rotate your saves. After all, it is a new year. Well said, Andy. Yeah, get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. Touch grass. Touch grass. Yeah, fuck off, you guys. All right. Thanks, Andy, for hosting and and Flask and for producing and everybody for showing up. It's been a good shoot. Two years? Three years? Four years? It's been a good eight years. We started in November of 2022. We've done 120 episodes. We don't do them every week, so it's got to be at least two years. November 2020 was when we started. November 2020, sorry. Okay, wow. Pretty consistent clip, too. We've never really taken an extended break, as far as I know, on a week or two here and there. Um, sorry, it's Jesus Christ, November 2019. I don't know why I said 2020. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, because I remember our first podcast, I was doing Alteric Valley for an event. I mean, I yeah, it was a few years back. First podcast. I, I remember talking about uh, the pandemic when that happened. Yes, when it started. So yeah, yeah. we were already in it. We we well, decided been, yeah, to start our podcast Boston. just prior to the global pandemic. I thought that was funny. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty pretty good. It's been a lot of fun, and you know maybe we'll be back at it uh, soon enough. I've enjoyed every well, conversation we've ever had. 
Yeah. Well, the good news is we're not going anywhere. Hey, what's... What's, uh... I mean, I don't know if you can just pull these stats up. What's our average listeners 2022 to 20... Or I guess 2021 to 2022? Oh, that's a good question. I don't... I can't just pull that up on the on the spot. That's fine. Um, but what... To answer your question, John, probably... I don't know, a couple hundred thousand? Uh, I'm thinking Million. I'm thinking mil. Milly. Well, episode I mean, one, we, we started with iTunes. a trillion, right? We started with... Oh. Uh, oh, look, I'll be honest. We're we're all friends here. I was pumping our numbers a little bit in the early days. Uh, I, I was definitely pumping wow. the numbers a little bit in the early days, but... Um, all this what? time, I believed in you. What? But now... Integrity. Look, I, I want I mean, to recapture my trust real. and integrity. Um, we have at least a few million right now. That's all I'll say. Okay. At least until I look. And, and yes, that is it. Still Capital M, million. <laughs> I told my grandma that, and I don't want, and I don't want, I don't want to lie to my grandma. For one second there, I was actually going to kill myself. 